You're listening to How You Show Up with me, your host, Brad Wiseman. Hi, this is Brad Wiseman. You're listening to How You Show Up. Um, have a very, very interesting topic today, something that is um, something I don't know much about, and that's why I have this guest here today. Um, I have Juliana Maurer, and I said it correctly, yes, right? Yes, you did. Okay, good. Juliana Maurer, and it's interesting how we met Juliana. Um, we were we were at the pretzel. I was at the pretzel fest, and it was actually Tony and I were there together, and we were doing some interviewing of different people. And we saw your mother. No, actually, first I saw you twisting pretzels. Yes, which is my new talent, apparently. I know, and you won. You think you, you're pretty sure you won that? Well, I left early, but I told him if I won to give it to the younger kids. So Unbelievable. They, said, they said I'm in the lead. Well, I got to tell you, we saw Tony and I saw. There was probably ten different people doing it. You definitely were twisting a pretzel like I've never seen. And not that I've seen a lot of people twist pretzels, but it was unbelievable. And I, and I thought maybe you were like a professional pretzel twister when I saw you. Secretively, yes. Yeah, so secretively you are. Yeah. So we shouldn't really bring that up probably. No, probably not. It's supposed to stay quiet? Yeah. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I didn't know that. <laughs> um, but no, but getting on. So we see you there. Then we, we go over and we see this these this apparel. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's um, it was really cool. Your mom was there and, she, and they had this clothing as pe- perfect as you are, yep. right? And um, and people might remember we had your mother on the show here too, and she did a great job. And it was all affirmations that we saw on the clothing. Yes, basically, that's where the story begins for me uh, and for for us and how we met and and how why you're here. Uh, we found out after that that this was the clothing was was uh, created out of. Uh, your mother's um, need to want to get the word out, I guess, more about eating disorders. Mm-hmm. And that's where you come in. We found out then that at one point in your life, you had an eating disorder. Yes. Tell me about where this began, how it started. Um, I would say it began in around sixth grade. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think I was just bombarded by the media, one, and then two, having a dysfunctional family didn't mm-hmm. you know, help. Um, I don't, the first thought that I um, ever remember having about relating to food and myself was um, when I was I was on the swim team growing okay. up since I was five. So your body's exposed a lot. Yes. yes. Um, mm-hmm. And I was, I mean, I was pretty good. Um, but then I started not winning and I contributed uh. that into being, I was always taller than everyone else. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, you know, pictured myself as being bigger. Right. Um so then I contributed my losing to being bigger and not, you know, as small as the other girls. Um, so I started, you know, kind of just watching what I ate. And um, if when I you had say watching what you ate, so you'd like you were like, ah, you know what, which is normal. I mean, yeah. anybody can do that at a young age. It's a little different because most times young people don't really watch what mm-hmm. they eat. But so wh- how old were you when you started watching? You About like 12. Like 12. OK. Um, I remember just I mean, I did never um, like stopped eating anything particular, right. but it was just, you know, kind of acknowledging that like ice cream was bad to have and I shouldn't have it every day and that right, right. I should have a fruit instead. Right. Um, so I remember if I um, had gym class that day that I could have a snack after school, but if I didn't have gym class, then I wasn't allowed to have a snack. And that's interesting to think about, think that way at that age. Yes. It really is because I can tell you right now, I think that way. Mm-hmm. I look at it. If I work out today, I can have a cheesesteak later yes. on today. <laughs> but it's interesting as a child to think that way. Mm-hmm. So, so that's where that's the beginning of this whole thing. Yes, that's what I remember. Um, and then from there, just you know, continually went downhill. What are the ti- what are the things that you can remember? There's got to be times along that 
along that path that you say, wow, this, this is different. This is getting to be something more. Did you notice that yourself? Um, I noticed when my friends, um, in about junior high, when they wanted to, you know, hang out, go over, have a sleepover, have pizza. I never wanted to go. I never wanted to be a part of any of it. Um, cause I was just scared of the food that was going to be there. You were scared of the food yes. that was going to be there. What scared that you would be asked to eat it and you didn't want it. Yes. That is really interesting. So then how do you deal with that then? Did your friends realize what that, what the, what the, um, yeah, my friends was? started noticing and they started noticing at lunch in junior high that I wouldn't, you know, eat what I was supposed to eat or what, you know, was packed in my lunch. Um, and they expressed their concerns to the school. Right. Which then they your friends actually told people yes. to school. That is a very brave. Yes, it was. That's a very courageous and, thing. And I mean, your at the time, I was very mad at them. But I'm sure you were. <laughs> I was no, no, no. But um, then the school was obligated to tell my parents, um, and my mom didn't really know what to do. So yeah. it just she would send me off to a therapist. And I you think it's a denial? You think parents? Do parents? You think are are parents in denial about that at that point? You think? Um, Not just your parents, but any parent with a, a child with an eating I feel disorder. like that could be a part of it, that yeah. they didn't want to believe that, you know, I was their perfect little child, Absolutely. that nothing could be wrong. I have a perfect little child at home, so <laughs> I understand that. that completely. You never want to think that they're, that you want to always think that the eating disorder is in somebody else's family. Yeah. Just like depression, just like anxiety, yeah. just like anything else. So... So you go from your, your swimming, um, which it, the interesting thing that you said about the swimming is that it is it is an area where you're exposed. It's not like mm-hmm. soccer or another area where you're wearing a tight bathing suit and yeah. you're, you're going to be more conscious of how you look. What you mentioned in there really quickly, the media. Yes. What What do you think the media has to contribute to to the eating disorders? A lot. Um, I mean, clearly, I mean, all the time we see magazines and um, commercials and TV shows expressing, you know, lose this weight. You can use this to make yourself look better. Right. Um, so, I mean, subconsciously watching that at a young age all mm-hmm. throughout my life has to have an impact on it. And even people Absolutely. without eating disorders, you clearly see it all the time. So. Absolutely. I mean, I think we all, I mean, you know, it's like anything <laughs> in life. We all get depressed. We all have ang- anxious feelings. We all have uh, thoughts about our weight or thoughts about how we look. I think what happens when it becomes a disorder, like mm-hmm. an like anxiety or eating disorder, it's, it's when it starts to control your life. Yes. It's when it starts to change your life and affect the decisions that you make. Um, so going from that, so now you realize you start realizing at a certain age that you have something. Yes. I always thought I was a little bit different. but A little bit different. Yeah. Interesting. Well, we're all different. It's good <laughs> to be different, just so you know. <laughs> um, so when, when it, this had to come to a point where it came to an, an ugly situation yes um i would say maybe ninth or tenth grade mm-hmm. i um passed out at school oh. so they had to send me to the hospital which um throughout that time my mom was sending me to different therapists mm-hmm. um but i was always, always telling them that i'm fine i'm fine nothing's wrong did the therapist um, pick up on that like don't they pick up on on that there's a problem or no some of them were very strange <laughs> um <laughs> but yes I i've mean, been the therapist too some of them are very strange um, I think they could pick up a problem, but then I would always, I mean, I could always make my way out of it. Right. So you were smart enough yes. to get out of, to talk your way out of it. Yeah, I think so. Wow. Um, I knew what to say and you know, how to get, how to get out of it. Um, so they would, you know, see me once or twice and. Oh, she's fine. Yeah, she's, she's fine. You know, and that's kind of scary actually. It because is. Because you're, you're sitting here in front of me. You're a good, you are a, um, a role model of, of the, the good things that can happen mm-hmm. after it that you can. 
get past this. You can you can live a good life, a happy life that you put on yeah. here. You know, that's scary because if somebody's not really diagnosing this correctly and it's and they're just brushing it off or just giving you a you know, oh, she's okay. Mm-hmm. Some people might not make it. Yeah. Um, so it's interesting to, that that I guess there's some work we need to do in the medical field or in the in the uh, therapy field mm-hmm. to to find this. So you pass out at school, and how old were you? Ninth or tenth grade. Ninth or tenth grade. Didn't that meet, hit something at that point? Didn't that mean something when that happened? What happened at that point? Um, at that point, I mean, I. In, in like the eating disorder, you have like two minds. So you have your eating disorder mind and then your normal mind. And in my normal mind, I knew that this was bad, that this is, you know, detrimental to my life. Right, um, right. But in my eating disorder mind, it was kind of like, I'm getting good at this, that I can pass out. Wow. That um, I don't, you know, I can I can starve myself. Wow. So it was, it was kind of... Um, Different ways of thinking about it. So, so in your eating disorder mind, you it's winning. Yes, and it's great. In your normal mind, you're like, whoa, what, what is going doing? on here? Yeah. What what is happening? This is not normal. This is not what is supposed to be happening. Where 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 did it go from that that day? Um, there, I went to the hospital. Um, my mom signed me up for another therapist. I went there again. Um, what did they do at the hospital? Gave me water. <laughs> Were you dehydrated? <laughs> Yeah. So you weren't so when you have a dis- with your disorder. Did you did you you're not drinking either? Um, I would drink some. I would drink water. Yeah. You gotta get electrolytes. Did Gatorade? I mean, is that something that you would do just to be able to have? Uh, no. No. None of that. No. No. Um, but I mean, they gave me water. They sent me home. She's dehydrated. She's dehydrated. That was yeah. it. Um, no. No other diagnosis of. No, they didn't really you know dive into that. Um, unbelievable. And then. After that, um, maybe fast forward another year, I passed out again. So you pass out again? Yes. A- at school? Yes. Okay. Worse um, than the last time? No, same thing. Same thing. Um, same thing happened. Went there to the hospital. Unbelievable. Went back home. Went back home. Um, and then in my senior year, um, I called my mom saying I felt really sick. I was at home laying in bed and nauseous. I, yeah, I just couldn't move. Something, everything felt wrong. Um, so she came home, took me in, and I was in the ICU for about like three or four days. Um, everything was low potassium, all that unbelievable I don't know, medical stuff. We're gonna actually stop it at ICU, and we're gonna do two parts okay. because there's so much more to talk <laughs> about and delve into here. We're gonna actually do uh, another show. We're gonna come back next week, and people can hear the rest of your amazing story. And I'm glad you're sitting here in front of me because I know sometimes it doesn't turn out that way. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll uh, be back next week and talk more about your um, the eating disorder and and where you're at today. Right. Thank you. How You Show Up is sponsored by Susie Ray Design. To get more information on Susie Ray Design, go to susieraydesign.com.